So I, I go in, I do my audition and the producers behind the table on the other side of the table were white men, these two mm -hmm. white men. And so I do my audition, they laugh. And then one of the white men, he says, um, can I want you to do it again? This character, can, can you just give me some of this? In your uh, audition. And he did this. Like, imagine a white man. Not the neck roll. The he neck did roll. this with the finger and the neck roll. No. And I just, I kind of froze <laughs> in the moment. And I read it again, but I, I could not give him, my body would yeah, not allow, allow me you. to mimic what he just did. For yeah. me, LaVita represented all the girls that I, all my friends that I grew up with, <laughs> mm -hmm. she represented that girl that was right. from there and it was nothing wrong with her. Sure. Yeah. It was like, yes, she was extra loud. Yes, mm -hmm. she would say whatever she wanted, uh, you know, whatever was on her mind. Mm -hmm. Yes, her cousins and brothers had ghetto ass names. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, but we know these, these right. are people in our lives. There's one prayer that I say every morning or a part of this prayer. And it says, I denounce every emotion seduced by insecurities, mm. seduced by rejection, mm. and seduced by the spirit of fear, yeah. the yes. fear of failure. Yes. Right. And I have just literally been saying that to myself every single day. I denounce those emotions. I denounce. And I find myself walking with my head a little higher. Yes. My shoulders are back. Yes. I feel more confident in the way I speak. It's non-negotiable as a lifestyle for me. Yeah. However, now I'm realizing everything is kind of negotiable. There's just yes. seasons of things. I'm realizing I may not be as prepared to be a wife as I thought that I was because a wife doesn't say I'm done once you've, yeah. or, or not even get to wife because I'm literally like, nope, you did this, I'm out. Yeah. Nope, yes. you did this, I'm out. Yeah. No, and so I'm jumping ship instead of really practicing repair, which is so important inside of a marriage. But really, as you grow and evolve, you understand that fluidity. Yes, is you have how to. You, you keep peace in life. You have mm -hmm. to learn to be fluid and go with the, the ebbs and flow of yes. life and the, and the right. waves of the mm -hmm. ocean because the truth is, the waves are going to come. Yes. They're, they're going to come crashing. And yes. you have to know how to be fluid to move with how That's right. the current is yeah. moving in marriage, in friendships, in yes. any relationship, in life, in your job, in your career, in your health. Hey family, welcome back to another episode of It's, it's Non-Negotiable. I am your co-host, Ernestine Morrison. I'm Sarah Fontenot. And I'm Amber Ty. And on this podcast, we talk all things non-negotiable, setting boundaries with people, places, and things that do not serve you or the highest version of yourself. And yes. on today's episode, I'm super excited because we have a very, very <laughs> dear special guest. We have Miss Terry J. Vaughn yeah. in the building. Thank you, beautiful lady. Actress, <laughs> award-winning actress, yes. director, producer, wife, mom, all-around badass, my personal <laughs> friend, my personal big sister, my personal mentor, Miss Terry J. Vaughn. Yay. Yay. Thank you, guys. We are so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. This is such a treat. I, I can't stop staring at her. I'm like, the skin. Can y'all see this? So thing? beautiful. <laughs> if you can't see, you just got to know there's some beauty happening right now. Yeah. Golly. I'm just a reflection. <laughs> All this. But Thank more you. importantly, your spirit, everything yes. around you is so beautiful yeah. and loving and warm. warm. All across the board. Literally, yes, when warm. we walked in and we got mm -hmm. the hugs, this was our first time meeting. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is a good hug. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> Me, I feel. I always say, if you're gonna give a hug, mean it. Mean yeah. it, or just don't hug. Oh, yeah, have to hug. Is like is that a non-negotiable? So Terry, for you? what does absolutely? What <laughs> does it's non-negotiable mean to you? Oh, what does 
it's non-negotiable. Um, it it's either that way or it just can't happen for me. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You can still do what you're gonna do, but for me, I'm good. Yeah. Mm. So we have had um so many talks over the years, and I think, and I want to tell you this personally, like there are people who lead by their words and there are people who lead by their works and you have mm. always been for me someone who has led by their works mm. and i admire that about you so much is watching you i don't get emotional i'm like episode. i see the tears oh, already i know it's like, like oh and because God, i just have to say this publicly <laughs> i know it is i have to say this publicly i say it privately all the time but i have to say it publicly because mm. you are someone who i have watched um, intimately up close and afar. And it's not just by what you say, it's how you do. Mm-hmm. It's what, you know what I mean? It's like listening to someone lead with their words and their actions is one thing, but yeah. watching someone lead by their works is a whole nother mm-hmm. thing. Like really truly walking the walk and leading by example. That is something that you have embodied and exemplified for me for over a decade now. Mm-hmm. Um, just really practicing what you preach, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and pulling everyone around you to follow that leadership. We get some tissue. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like looking for like mouthing <laughs> and EJ knows this about me that I'm such a water head. I know. I know. So emotional. Me too. Me of, too. Of, of available. So, yeah. Um, but I do just want to tell you you have led with your works for so many years and not just for me. I know everyone who's in your life, I'm sure feel the same way I feel watching you lead with actions has been such an admirable thing. Um, just for me to watch yeah. as as your friend and as your little sister, as your mentee. Well, I think that if we're not doing that, then what are we doing? Yes. It's like I wanna I want to bring comfort and joy yes. and um people to succeed and I said, I want people to be happy yeah. around me. Yeah. That's that's it. Yeah. That is the bottom line. I mm-hmm. want people around me to be happy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's happiness comes in different ways, whatever yours is. I want it for you. Yeah. And if I show up for you, if I hug you, I just want to mean it. Yes. Um, and I think sometimes, I don't know, sometimes in this crazy world that we live in, that is so um, centered around what can you get? What can you get? Mm. What can I get from you? What can I get? Mm. Um, if we start showing up about what can we give? Yes. That's good. What can I give in this room with these people? Right. You're always going to get something. Yes. yes. If you show up, you're going to get mm-hmm. something. Yes. Um, so I try to lead with that. And I don't know what click, you know what? And it's this in our profession as actors, yeah. right? I learned so many lessons yeah. and I feel like that lesson in particular came from my career as an actress. Mm -hmm. Long ago, taking acting classes, um, I was told by one of my teachers, it's like everybody is showing up at the audition to get the job, Mm -hmm. to get. I wanna show up, walk through the door, I wanna get, get, get something from the people there. Try showing up in the room to give them something. Wow! I want to give them laughter. I want to give them happiness in this moment with Mm me. So, so I applied that to my life. When I show up in a room, I'm showing up. I want to give some. I don't know what I'm gonna give to people, (laughs) but I know I'm in the giving spirit when I show up. Whether it's an audition or to this podcast or to a party, what am I gonna give the people? Yes. Um, so I think that has been the the big the big 
thing for me. Yeah, that's a really being true to me. Yeah, that's a really powerful perspective because I think that a lot of times we as people can get caught up inside of why am I not there, especially inside of the entertainment industry. It's like you mm-hmm. go to so many auditions, so many auditions, so many auditions, and a right. lot of the times people people audition a hundred times more than they actually get the job for the most part, right? Mm -hmm. For sure. And so having that perspective, being able to say, you know what, at the end of the day, if I'm just giving, then you actually lower the level of expectation and it just gets to be fun. Yes. Do you feel like inside of being in the industry that there have been times where you weren't willing to give kind of what, what, so my experience with the industry, I'm, I I moved to L.A. to pursue acting mm-hmm. 15 years ago. And I stopped acting because I didn't like the industry. I yeah. love the art of acting, yes. but I did not like the industry. Understood. And now I'm back acting again, but it's kind of different because we're all in the Wayne's world, skits world. Um, but I feel like he has his own industry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's definitely, sure. you know, Wayne's world. That's what we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever experience... Um, like trials and tribulations and obstacles because the way that you wanted to show up wasn't in alignment with what they wanted you to be. Absolutely. How did you deal with that? Um, You know, I, I remember one particular audition. The audition was for a mother and a wife. Mm. And um, it was starring. It was a show of a, a comedian, a, a big comedian. And I was auditioning for the wife. Um, and this is after Steve Harvey show, after all that. And um, so I, I go in, I do my audition and the producers behind the table on the other side of the table were white men, these two mm-hmm. white men. And so I do my audition, they laugh. And then one of the white men, he says, um, can I want you to do it again? This character, can can you just give me some of this? In your uh, audition, and he did this. Like, imagine a white man. Not the neck roll. The he neck did roll. this with the finger and the neck roll. No. And I just, I kind of froze <laughs> in the moment. And I read it again, but I, I could not give him. My body would yeah, not allow, allow me you. to mimic what he just did. And so, in that moment, I just. I, I left knowing that I auditioned for a mother and wife the way I know mm-hmm. a mother and wife to be. Yeah. Yes. And and I was fine with that. Yeah. But that has always, and it makes me emotional thinking about it, because they try to put us in these boxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't, I didn't feel good in that box. Yeah. Yeah. And not that I can't give that and yeah. do that yeah. authentically, yeah. but I You're can't like do me. it at the at the will of this white man telling yes. me to yes. behave that way. Yeah. I couldn't do it. You know, it's funny. Um, I struggle with that even now in the character that I portray on uh, the Country Wayne skits. Mm-hmm. And she's this very insecure um, thirsty, just doesn't know her worth, doesn't know her value person. Mm-hmm. And so I, I got a DM the other day or a text message and somebody says, is your, um, not a text message, uh, a message on Instagram, is your paycheck worth the degradation of women? 
And I stopped and I thought about that. And I I asked myself, I said, God, am I misrepresenting Mm -hmm. women? Am I misrepresenting the black woman? And on my Facebook page, there was some conversation. Sometimes I'll post things just to get conversations going. So I said, oh, y'all big mad because, you know, y'all mad at this character. And somebody and this woman went off and she said, you can do better. And And she said, this character shows no self-love. And I said to her, I said, you know what? You're 100 percent right. She doesn't. And I pray that the woman who is struggling with yes. this can see herself in my character right. yeah. and say, I don't want to be like that. That's right. And that's where I found solitude in what I was doing. And I said, okay, God, this is not who I am. Right. And it's not necessarily what I would want. I, I, I Not necessarily. I, I would not want my family, my, right. my daughters or anything like that doing this. But where can you use me? Where can I be the example? And do you struggle with that, you know, in deciding what roles that you do? You know, do you have to, you know, battle or look back and forth and say, okay, where is the message or is this just totally left? Because there are people in our life like that. Mm -hmm. And, And we have to, if we're being honest as artists, we represent different sides of us yeah that's one side of us and she's mm-hmm. representing and she's a part of this story for whatever reason she's a part of the story mm-hmm. um and somebody like you said somebody needs to watch it see themselves like oh okay is that how i do okay <laughs> let me fix myself you know what right, i mean right um because i remember remember even back when i was doing levita mm-hmm. when they first brought levita on the steve harvey show they got a lot of slack about having this ghetto girl. Why do you need a ghetto girl? Why are we representing ourselves that way? And a lot of the funk came from the NAACP mm. and the likes, right? And um, so for me, LaVita represented all the girls that I, all my friends that I grew up with. <laughs> she represented that girl that was right. from there and it was nothing wrong with her. Sure. Yeah. It was like, yes, she was extra loud. Yes, mm-hmm. she would say whatever she wanted, on, you know, whatever was on her mind. Mm-hmm. Yes, her cousins and brothers had ghetto ass names. No. Right? You know, but we know these, these right. are people in our lives. Right. So oh to me, God. she was an honest voice mm-hmm. that I knew and I felt comfortable mm-hmm. representing that girl. Yeah. Yes. And uh, um, and so years later, I won three N- NAACP I say, awards so for yes. that character. They gave you flack, but then they give you awards. That's right. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, you could, as long as it's coming for you as the artist, if it's coming from a place of love, mm-hmm. if it's coming from a place of I am representing something that matters to me, mm-hmm. that's a lot different mm-hmm. than a white man telling me to yes. behave that way. Because right. he has this, you know, this image of what what a mother in a black home should be Mm -hmm. there is no we're all kind of different kinds of mothers yeah right and some of us are loud and ghetto and some of us are soft-spoken and you know whatever there's a plethora so for me that character made sense and i was proud to represent Mm-hmm. girls growing up mm-hmm. in my hood yes. that talked, walked, spoke, loved, mm-hmm. 
you know, went through life mm -hmm. tr still trying to create a better life for herself. But this is who I am yes. in that pursuit of a better life for myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And Nina Simone um, said, so, yes. art should reflect the times. And that's, yes. that's, that's absolutely what, what that character did. Yeah. Did that character for you, because that character was so iconic. And mm -hmm. um, I think we all, we all, everyone in the culture, <laughs> she was just part, Lovita Alizé Jenkins. <laughs> yes. I love her. Um, do you think that you representing that that uh, that perspective of black women, did that carry on with you in the rest of your career? Was it hard for you to try and audition for other roles? And you know what I mean? Um, yes and no. Um, because right after the Steve Harvey show ended, mm -hmm. my very next gig was Soul Food. Yes, mm. it was. A completely different character. Yes. And still Felicia Henderson to this day, I thank her for giving me that role. Like it, she offered it to me coming off of the Steve Harvey show, yeah. playing LaVita, being all that LaVita was. Felicia Henderson, she knew me. Yeah. She knew who I was as an artist, as a person. Mm -hmm. And she offered me that role coming off of that. And, and I always thank her because even after I did that role on Soul Food, still people tried to keep me in the LaVita box. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Even though I went on and played this other character right after right that, right. <laughs> um, that, it just wasn't the character I was remembered for. But I, I so thank Felicia Henderson. Shout out to Felicia Shout Henderson. Shout out to Felicia. Hey, okay. <laughs> Felicia, you always Some, need somebody who sees you. Right. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I feel like typecast as far as acting goes, like it happens in real life. And I feel like for me, I'm from Canada, right? Mm -hmm. I lived in LA the last 15 years and I don't know how to quote unquote code switch, right? So right. we've had conversations <laughs> about code switching. We've oh, had yeah. conversations mm -hmm. about how I talk and people, and it's frustrating for me because in real life, I am articulate. Mm -hmm. And I have people that walk up to me and they'll say, wow, you speak so well for a black woman what does that even mean so how about i speak yeah. well for a human being yeah. you know what i mean yes. they'll say yes. things like oh wow you're so beautiful for a black girl oh. and i get so sick and tired and black people by the way say this these things as well yeah. like why do you need to talk so good why don't you why don't you know how to switch or whatever it is if you can't switch why do you expect me to switch so mm. do you ever feel like inside wow. of of the the character that you played that people in real life kind of because you're not that way in real life but do you feel like can people be. She can't well, be. I mean, we all can <laughs> we all can <laughs> we, we all can she's from the bay don't forget right? <laughs> but do you ever feel like there are times where people try to step to you like that's who you yes. are all, all the time yeah. really all, uh, yes and and it's so funny because I either get one or two reactions. So I either get, um, oh, thank God, you know, <laughs> like that, or I get, what's wrong with you? How come you acting like? I'm like you're acting like what? I'm, I'm, like, I'm in church. I mean, right. like, how am I supposed to like, like, chill, chill out? out chill out. <laughs> it's like how am I supposed to behave? Right. Um. So, but I think that's the beauty of who we are yes. as black women. Yes. You know, and I, I, I. I would say women overall, but I can just speak specifically as a black woman yes. where so many different things yes. to different people mm -hmm. at different moments. Right. And yeah, we coach, we, we coach which, which are with our kids sometimes, right. you know, there are moments when I'm just trying to be sweet and I'm trying to 
coach them into doing it the way I want them to do it. Yeah. And then they don't do it that way. And then I got to go here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we code switch. Right. Yeah. Just in our regular lives with our, with our loved ones. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a part of life. We're yeah. not one way. Yeah. yeah. I think that as an actor, you have to bring a piece of you or it's not. You, Absolutely. You, you, part of it has to be authentic. Right? Absolutely. All of it has to be authentic. It's, well, it has to yeah. come from authentic places. Exactly. That's right. So like even my That's role, right. I have struggled over my, and I've talked about this on the podcast. I've struggled in my life with, you know, self-worth and self-value because yeah. I didn't have, you know, my mother wasn't there imparting these, imparting these things in me. So it took me a while before I got to a place where I'm like, oh, I can love myself like that. Oh, so I'm pulling yeah. off of those feelings and emotions, you know, in this character. So I'm like, if you do, if if it's not a bit a bit a part of you, <laughs> then you're not doing your job, right. you know, because right. art imitates life. Yeah. So right, um, and that's an honest place yeah. to yes. come from. Yeah. It's all of us have insecurities. Yes. Still, still, even the most confident person, yes. I would bet still has insecurities mm -hmm. about something yes. or moments in their life. It's just that we're badass enough to push through those yeah. insecurities yeah. in most exactly. times. Yes. As we should be. Yeah. Because that's just a human experience. Right. right. Being insecure in moments or, you know, having um not having the highest self-esteem yes. all the time in yes. life. Everybody can relate to that. Yeah. And when you were describing your character, mm -hmm. that's that's what I tapped into. It's mm -hmm. like, okay. She's an insecure girl. Right. Who hasn't been insecure? Yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody has. Exactly. Amber um, and I talk about this all the time. We were actually just on the phone <laughs> yesterday talking about just like, like you said, we're all humans. Everyone deals with some sort of insecurity. Yes. If you say you don't, you're lying. Lies. But I think it's the way you react to, yes. it's the yes. way you respond to life <laughs> and to the things and to the elements That's around right. you. It's like, don't let yourself fall into the insecurity That's and stay right. there and stay swept under this, you know, this insecure blanket. Like, okay, acknowledge that you may be insecure in this moment acknowledge the thing that's happening and push through move yeah. on like figure it out yeah i think it's like how we react to life is what makes us and starts defining us yes. as people absolutely yes. there's yeah. a um a book by reverend cecilia bryant she has this prayer book and there's one prayer that i say every morning or a part of this prayer and it says i denounce every emotion seduced by insecurities, mm. seduced by rejection, mm. and seduced by the spirit of, of fear, yeah. the yes. fear of failure. Yes. Right. And I have just <laughs> literally been saying that to myself every single day. I denounce those emotions, I denounce. And I find myself walking with my head a little higher. Yes. My shoulders are back. Yes. I feel more confident in the way I speak. That's you right. know, Ernestine and I, we talk about this all this. I love, this is my friend, y'all. Yes. I mean, you know, but, she, but she's always like, Amber, find a way to do this. And yeah. and I love the challenge. And, and, I, and, I, and I point her out because when I meet people who are in her life, I just know why they're there. Mm. And I know that these are good people. So I never have to be like, well, well I don't know about her. Mm -hmm. I already mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. that the background mm -hmm. work is already done because mm -hmm. if you are in line with her, then we're in line. Yes. We're in line, you know? And so. that's the thing. You can't be afraid to do the work. Yeah. Like that's you're it. doing yes. the work. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think a lot of people, they sit around and they don't do the work. Yes. They, they're praying for this change. They're, you know, asking people, well, well, how come this? Or how come that? It's like, you have to take responsibility, yes. no matter whatever your upbringing and all the struggles that we've gone through in life and all the, you know, just the missing 
elements and pieces that we grow up with throughout mm -hmm. childhood. Yes, we carry them. But then as an adult, mm -hmm. especially when you start having your own family, mm -hmm. it's like we have to take responsibility yes. for not staying broken. Yes. And, and it takes work. It takes and work. most of the time, people just don't want to mm -hmm. do the work. the work they say they do but they don't and yeah. i think also people get mad at the people that do do the work yeah i think a lot yes. of the times it's almost like it makes you unrelatable in <laughs> yeah. this world because right. i like like it, it and it's so beautiful for me when i see a person that's like i will not go low vibrational like it's yes. easy to clap back it's easy yes. or whatever and i'm that's grateful right. that i'm surrounded by people <laughs> that are they'll give me direct they'll get tell me how they feel but it's not let me try to tear you down yeah mm -hmm. it's not let me try to break you mm -hmm. and so i'm 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 grateful that i don't have the people or at least my ear isn't to the ground enough to where i can hear the conversations where people are trying to have those mm -hmm. tear yeah. you down conversations yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's hard though mm -hmm. yeah when like Amber and I were having a conversation about I don't I don't remember how long ago it was, but I keep saying like I'm not going to let Atlanta change me in a and not in change of growth because growth is obviously important. Right. But if you want me to pretend to be something that I'm not, I'm not interested in being around you because right. I know who I am and whose I am. But people hate that. Yeah. They, they hate do. when you know yeah. who you are and whose you are. That's Have you had their that experience? Own insecurity. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's just their own insecurity. And for me. It's like, I just feel sorry for those people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, I I don't get, in most, most times, I don't get mad about it. Yeah. It's just a reflection of where they are. Absolutely. And I get it, sister. I get it. <laughs> and it's yeah. all good. And it's all good. And I... Mm -hmm. I, I think that's why better. it's important to find your village and find your tribe. Yes. I feel like the, the people who are in my tribe and that's right. We operate from the same frequency. Yeah, you know what I mean. Come so on. I uplift you, you uplift me. I pour into you, you pour into me. So that's why it's so like atmosphere is so important. Yeah, who you're around, who you hang around, who you converse with, what you listen to, what you watch, what you read, all the elements in your atmosphere, your personal atmosphere, are so important for your growth. Just like a plant. Yes, it's just like a plant. Yes. Um, but I do want to take it back to when you said when you walked into that room. And he wanted you to do it like this. And there was something inside of you that was like, no, I'm not doing it like that. And to me, that's unwavering, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's yes. a word that I would definitely use to describe you. Like Terry mm -hmm. Javon is is unwavering when it comes to like, I stand on what I stand on. And mm -hmm. I, what I love about you too, Terry, sometimes I'll call you like over the years and I, I may ask for advice and, you, and you'll say, what do you think about it? Mm. You can't go off what I would do in that situation. What, mm. what works best for you? Yeah. Where did you get that unwavering spirit from? Oh, <laughs> um, I think it's just life experiences. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. just experience. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe if you would ask me that 15, maybe even five years ago, yeah. I would have given you a different answer. But, you know, I know that I'm years older than you and you're such a Two badass. Years. Two years. <laughs> that. No. Okay. Okay. Um, but you're such a badass in your own right at that. the age that you are yes, right now. Yes. So that's why I a lot of times I reflect it back to you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because a lot of times I think you know the no answer. answer. Yeah. You mm -hmm. just you just want some validation on that answer. Or um, you're not trusting that answer yourself for whatever yeah. reason in the moment. And I and I know those feelings. Yes. 
because there's been so many times I feel something, but I question it. Yeah. yeah. And I question it because nobody else is doing it that way. Yeah. Or right. I question it because um, I, who am I? It's yeah. like, who am I to mm. think it this way mm. yes. when everybody else is telling me it's this way? Right. But why don't I feel? Mm. So because I've been in those positions before, I can easily see it when you call and mm. ask those things. Mm -hmm. It's like, she knows. But and and then sometimes you just need to talk it through. Yeah. So I just let you talk. But I feel like you're like that. Not not just to make it about me, but in all of your life. Like I, yeah. I hear you on business calls. Oh, and, yeah. and it's like you're like, no, I stand on what I stand on. This is what I said. Well, that is the How, thing. Where, you, where did like you get that when, from? But I because I don't have it all the time. So when I have it, <laughs> you got it. I got it. <laughs> because and I and I blame it on being a Libra a lot. I stay in this indecisive, like trying to keep Balance, the scales balanced. Right. So I'm kind of indecisive where it could be this or it could be this, and I'm like pain to myself. Mm -hmm. Like it's literally a stressful thing to make a decision, mm -hmm. yeah. and it could be little shit like Ooh, what to cook for dinner, like your Instagram yeah. caption, <laughs> like my don't. Be around oh her trying to do an Instagram It takes cap. me about an five hour hours to do to create one little what Instagram. I'm say. Oh because I, I know because I weigh everything, and so that's why when I'm sure when I when I don't have that like rumble of, uh, I'm I'm very unwavering. Mm. Nope, this is it. Yeah. This so is good. it. Yeah. This is it, you guys. And I think directing has made me more like that too, because there is no space for that Libra to be. Indecisive. There's no space for it. Mm -hmm. We got to make a decision and go. So yeah. being a director has also changed me to just, it just is what it is. I, I, I want to jump a little bit into, because I know we don't have a whole lot of time, but I want to jump into your personal life. Oh, um, <laughs> only, because, right, only because you were talking to us about how long you've been married. And I thought about what you said in the beginning of this podcast. And you said, you just want people to be happy around you have you used that in your marriage is that an everyday thing when you wake up and and tell the people you know how long you've been married and all mm -hmm. that good stuff but do you use that every single day like how do i make my husband happy what is the key to your success in marriage um i think it's that too so we've been married for 15 years um well, I didn't that, tell that. that's yeah, an yeah. accomplishment <laughs> these days for yeah, it totally is <laughs> Um, and this is my second marriage oh, that, oh, that I didn't share with you guys. That, this okay. is my second marriage. Mm -hmm. So I was married before for about six years mm -hmm. and um, divorced, then met my now husband and we've been married for 15 years. Okay. Um, and I think that a lot of it is I want the people around me to be happy. Mm -hmm. um, but I also remind myself I want to be happy mm, yes. too. Mm -hmm. So, and that has kind of um, just in the, to be honest, in the past, maybe, I don't know, maybe like six years or so, maybe past five years, where that has been a non-negotiable, mm -hmm. that I, I have to be happy, happy too. Mm -hmm. In making the sacrifices, sometimes, you know, I'm doing stuff that I don't want to do, but it makes me happy to do it because I know it's going to make them happy. Mm -hmm. So I, I find in the balance yeah. of mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So if I'm doing that for them, then also I'm not going to be mad when I'm doing something for me, right. when I'm stepping away yeah. to take care of me. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be, um, you know, have the guilt sure. about that. 
and it took me a while to get there. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so I think that that's important. And I think that just all the stuff that we've been talking about, allowing people to grow in their, their own time. Yes. It's the same thing in a marriage. Yes. It's like, we're two different people. We have mm -hmm. two different upbringings. We come from two different places. <laughs> um, and so his growth is going to be different than my growth mm -hmm. at different times. Mm -hmm. And that can cause like this sure. a lot, but t doing the work mm -hmm. and you both want to do the work because yeah. both, both people have to do the work. It doesn't work if only one person is doing right. the work. Mm -hmm. And I have to like commend my husband who's a great man and he loves doing the work. Oh, he does. Like he loves doing <laughs> the work. Shout out to my bro, Karan Joseph right. Riley. Yes, Karan Joseph Riley. From the don't, for, don't forget the Joseph, please don't forget the J. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's such a great teammate for me mm -hmm. and everybody has to find their teammate. Yes. But he's a great teammate for me because he's not afraid to do the work and he pushes me to do mm -hmm. the work. Yes. And you know, when he is very clear about you know wanting this marriage to last to mm -hmm. grow and nourish our whole household mm -hmm. our whole kingdom that mm -hmm. we have over yeah, there yes. and um and it has been an amazing ride and yeah. it's not easy right but it's so not easy mm -hmm. you know reaching the points of okay are we still doing this do uh, we still want to do this yeah and you got to check in with each other yes. and you got to give honest answers. Yes. And sometimes those that answer, even in this marriage, to has been no sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I don't think I want this Have anymore. you ever not been honest? Have you ever like been in a season where it's like, I really maybe don't want this anymore, but I'm going to still pretend and act or keep it all together for the image or for the family, for the kids? <laughs> like, have you ever been in a season of pretending? I think that um, I've been in a season of getting quiet. Mm. and your mate can tell mm -hmm. if it's not so i it i can't say that it was pretending that everything is be is okay yeah and maybe outside the house yes we can put up the pretend mm -hmm. because we are still a unit mm -hmm. and you know and we're figuring stuff out yeah. inside the house so there's nothing to share about that outside the house yeah um but inside the house pretending no uh maybe shutting down or being quiet yeah. yes got it do yes. you do you with experience being the best teacher what was the best lesson that you learned from your first marriage going into your second um to be honest to trust my instincts mm. to trust my instincts yeah um i think a lot of times we um especially women we stay in situations long after we know mm -hmm. that we don't want to be in this situation. Yeah. Yes. Especially if you have kids. Especially if you have kids <laughs> yeah. because you know you're taking tally of everything that mm -hmm. this this would mean yeah. to step away. Um but I would say in my first marriage like early on in the marriage mm -hmm. I just knew mm -hmm. stuff wasn't right but I would sweep it under the rug yeah. and create something else because we we want to create these pictures right mm -hmm. and especially at that age when i first got married the first time it was all about the picture that i was creating for myself in my head not even the picture for the world mm -hmm. but the picture for me mm -hmm. i had this picture of what my family would look like me and my husband and what mm -hmm. we would do and mm -hmm. how that would work and why he was the one that fit that picture mm -hmm. so my every day was trying to stay true to this picture that I created yeah, and not really being present of what was 
what I was really I feeling. Yeah. I just wasn't being honest and right. addressing that. I feel yeah. like marriage is very sacrificial. <clears throat> And I know that when we talk about non-negotiables and being unwavering and, you know, we always talk about what serves you. Mm -hmm. How do you prioritize the sacrificial part of marriage where you have to give to your partner in ways that maybe you don't even have the capacity for Mm. in that season, um, but still prioritizing your needs, wants and desires? Um, again, I think everything goes through seasons. So I think there's seasons there where you feel that way because now where we are, where I am now, I don't even feel that way. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's like, he's like my best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what would I do for my best friend? Mm-hmm. Well, I drive an hour to come to sit on a couch with her and her friends mm-hmm. for a podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I would do that. Mm-hmm. That's who I am. Yeah. So making that sacrifice. Okay. Yeah. That's a sacrifice, but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. It like no, it. it's just what, mm-hmm. what I do, what we do for our friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So in, it's the same way now it's like, yeah, it may mm-hmm. feel like a sacrifice, but it's the sacrifice I would do for anybody mm-hmm. that I love. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I don't feel that way anymore where I did before, like, I don't even want to do this. You know, I could be spending this time doing blah, 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 blah. And I don't feel that way anymore because we give each other space to do all the stuff that we want to do. That's good. We give each other the space. We don't have any judgment about it. And before I can remember early on in my marriage, just trying to figure all this out. Like, what do you want to go play basketball again? (laughs) Like, he already played twice today. Three times this week. All that. So I just remember, like, telling all that and, like, feeling like, no, you're leaving me out. No, you're But it's not. It's like he. It's feeding him and what yeah, he needs. Yeah. And Ooh. I applaud that now. It's like, go, go mm-hmm. play basketball. Go, you know, w- what time will you be here? Because I do want to spend some time, you <laughs> right. know, whatever. Just right. being honest. Yes. Yeah. And now I'm in a space of all that. And I love missing him and wanting him to be there. Yes. I'm not annoyed by it now. <laughs> yes. Now I'm like excited that I feel that way. Yes. Whereas before I used to be annoyed that I was feeling that way and he wasn't showing up. Yes. Now I'm so like, good. I'm so happy that you are taking care of you because yes. it makes him happier when he comes through the mm-hmm. door and not feeling like he's being nagged to yes. death about when you coming home. Right. And I enjoy the longing of wanting him to Come on. hurry up and get home. Hey. Right. <laughs> our just, pastor was just yeah, saying that. Our, yeah. Our, uh, Dr. Darius Daniels, Daniels mm-hmm. the uh, word that he had this weekend man at church was so good yeah. in his manology series. He mm-hmm. was talking about when a, um, a man being hungry. Yeah, mm-hmm. like spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and like him needing to be fed certain things. Mm-hmm. And then like, what you just said, like, this reminded me, like, okay, if him playing basketball four times a week is what feeds him, yes. you don't want him hungry because then when they're hungry, they start finding other stuff to do right. to be right. fed. So right. like, if, if, if him playing basketball <laughs> or doing that thing makes him feel fed and makes him feel whole and complete and happy, then yes, let him go play the basketball. Here's your let basketball. Him. Here's yeah. your jersey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it actually and makes me feel happy. Yes. Yeah. That he's going to do it. Like yes. and. My husband is an avid cyclist too. Okay. He cycles, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm always like checking in with him. Are you getting your cycle- cycling in? <laughs> he's, he's such a a happier mm-hmm. person. So I like want him to do those things yes. now. That's so good. And I think you know, just in this space in this season, it just feels so good. So mm-hmm. all of you guys that are married, just <laughs> hang in there. I swear it is so. It, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a journey. It's a this. It's an up and down. It feels good sometimes. It doesn't feel good mm-hmm. sometimes. That is so normal. And yeah. I know it's easier said than done. But trust me, from a girl that was like ready to step away, like <laughs> I was 
I was done. I just yeah. felt like it wasn't serving me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy that we hung in there because yeah. this space that I'm in now in my marriage is like the best space ever. Yeah. Yes. That sounds good to say. So being in this incredible, like loving, understanding, watching each other grow marriage, yeah. how has that been such a beautiful blessing inside of also being a parent? Yeah. I love that our kids get to watch us go through this. So yes. they, they've they witnessed us arguing. Yes. They, and, and, you know, a lot of times people try to, keep that from their kids mm-hmm. i think it's important for them to see with love with with love yeah yes. it's not like That's we're like cussing each other right, right, out right. And shoving each other right, around right. it's not that right but they are around when we have disputes and even my little one of course lola who is um super emotional and sensitive <laughs> and stuff she'll she'll get emotional it's like mommy i don't like when you and daddy or mommy i don't like when daddy and it's like this time will pass. Yes. It's just it's we're just having an yes. argument right now right. and we're going to make up later. You right. know, just kind of keeping it honest and open yes. being, and being open. Yeah. But, you know, within boundaries, of, right, right. you know, for her young mm-hmm. mind. But she, they can feel the energy in the yeah. house and, and know all that. So I'm sure they knew when things didn't mm-hmm. feel. But, you know, it was it was still just a normal family mm-hmm. feeling. I feel like all of it is purposeful. Absolutely. I like that you you said that you included them in that because I feel like sometimes I find myself not trying to do certain stuff in front of Kobe. Even oh, yeah. Too. But I think what you said, incorporating and including them, it's it's development for them, too. It's, mm. it's Absolutely. Teaching yeah. them, like, emotional intelligence. That's and, right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's right. I never saw my parents fight growing up. Not to say that they didn't, because now as an adult, when I have the conversation with my mom, I'm like, you and dad never fought? My mom was like, girl, yes. <laughs> we were going at it. We yes. just did. They never fought in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that it's really powerful to see repair. Yes. You know, and mm-hmm. I was having a conversation with one of my friends. We're talking about marriage and husbands, wives, all the things. And I'm like, yeah, I have all these rigid no's. Like, this is a no for me. This right. is an, you do. Literally, right. I'm like, no, I have all of I Like, it's non-negotiable as a lifestyle for me. Yeah. However, now I'm realizing everything is kind of negotiable. There's just yes. seasons of things. Yes. And so I realized right. that inside of my rigidity, um, they were like, you know, Sarah, maybe. Oh, rigidity? <laughs> Put that in the notes. <laughs> but inside of it, I feel like um, I feel like I'm realizing I may not be as prepared to be a wife as I thought that I was, because a wife doesn't say I'm done once you've what, yeah. or, or, or not even get to wife because I'm literally like, nope, you did this. I'm out. Yeah. Nope, yes. you did this. I'm out. Yeah. No, and so I'm jumping ship instead of really practicing repair, which is so important inside of a marriage. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, if you can't come together amicably and repair the issues that just went down, how do you expect to outlast anything? Yeah. You know, so showing your children that from the jump and the fact that it's not like, you know, it's not loud, it's not aggressive, it's not whatever it may be or, you know, whatever typical trauma fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beautiful because yeah. you're you're able to say, you know what, I'm mad at you, but I still love you. Mm-hmm. And your kids see that and they feel that mommy's mad right now. Daddy's mad right now, but they yeah. still love each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like that's important. going back to what you were saying that you never saw your parents fight. Mm-hmm. So. And of course they did fight. Of course. Um, (laughs) So with you having that image going into a marriage, possibly thinking that 
you don't fight in a marriage. Right. And if, oh, since I'm fighting or having friction, then this must not be good. Right. Like this is not a good marriage, which could possibly just really not be true mm -hmm. because all marriages have all that. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's so... I, I'm agreeing with you that it is important for our kids to be able to see just the, you know, when mommy and daddy are not agreeing on everything and, but still seeing us like two hours later, we're kissing in the kitchen right. cooking and laughing. Right. Like, I think that's really important yes, for them to see. Healthy. And something that I had to learn because I didn't grow up with a father in the house. Mm -hmm. I didn't see a real relationship. Mm -hmm. I didn't see those things. I didn't even see what a marriage was. Yeah. So in my young mind, I always said that, well, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be a single mom. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. So I'm going to. I created that picture and got married and was like going to stick in this picture. Mm -hmm. And um, which is why I stayed longer probably in that first marriage than I really yeah. wanted to. Um, but now the important part, and I think the biggest ingredient is having a teammate that's willing to do the work. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the work is not just you guys talking but you got to do that. But it's the individual work yes. that you're doing yeah. on yourselves yes. individually. Yeah. Um, and I think that I don't think I know that is the biggest key to yes. how Quran and I are still thriving yes. in our marriage yes. and not so like suffering yes. in, through our marriage. Because yes. neither one of us are that those kind of people. We're not going to stay somewhere being unhappy right. for too long. We're not going to do that. Right. So it was either be honest and the honest thing was that we wanted to be together. Mm -hmm. We just wasn't liking each other. Right. And so what's <laughs> going on? I don't like on? you right I'll now. Right. Yeah. Right now. And so you got to figure that out. Yeah. yeah. And he had to figure out what was going on with him. I had to figure out what was going on to me. And then we come together and figure this out together. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think the word too, is you were saying, you know, rigidity, yeah. but it's really like fluidity. Like it's, we can talk yes, non-negotiables and unwavering. And, 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 and there are sectors of your life where you do need to be unwavering and, yeah. and have these clear non-negotiables. But really, as you grow and evolve, you understand that fluidity yes. is you have how to. You, you keep peace in life. You have mm -hmm. to learn to be fluid and go with the, the ebbs and flow of yes. life and the, and the right. waves of the mm -hmm. ocean. Because the truth is, the waves are going to come. Yes. They're, they're going to come crashing. And yes. you have to know how to be fluid to move with how That's right. the current is yeah. moving in marriage, in friendships, in yes. any relationship, in life, in your job, in your career, in your health. Yeah. Like, yes. So I may say, why well, work out every day? Right. Well, if God forbid something happened where I can't work out every day, I have to be fluid with life right. and, yes. and the curveballs that life throws at you. Yeah. And I think Agreed. it also yeah. goes back to that mindset of giving instead yeah. of always getting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. what can I give to this marriage? What can I give to my friends? You know, that uh, the Bible says, give and you shall receive. So mm -hmm. like you said, you're going to give it. It's going to come to you anyway. Yes. Yeah. So yes. if I'm going to pour and I'm going to give love to this marriage and I'm going to give the work to this marriage, it's going to come back yeah. if you're both giving yeah. instead of deciding, you know, That's trying to figure out what I can get. Yep. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah so and this right. is why your friends in your life are so important too, because yes. um, I remember, Terry, when you were doing a lot of your work, you were calling me like, hey, there, I have some resources for you. Yeah. You should call these people, read this yeah. book and yeah. sending me links. And it's like, so I'm saying your atmosphere is so important. Yeah. yeah. The people around you, the people in your life who are going to be there on this journey when yes. those waves do hit yeah. and those curveballs hit. You want people on the journey with you who are mm -hmm. going to lift you up when you're down mm -hmm. and pour into you and 
you be able to pour into them and it's this reciprocation thing and uh, I'm just grateful. <laughs> and friends yes. that are going to be honest yes. and not just be yes and and be like oh my and gosh. just jump on your side yes. because they're your friend. Yes. It's you like, are that I, person for sure. You know right? I am. And because I'm, I'm, I love I'm, you so yes. much. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Right. I'm going to tell you when you're wrong. Right. right. I'm going to challenge you. Right. Um, and doesn't mean that you have to agree. Yeah. Because we don't always agree when Amber, we hang that's up. that's exactly where I get that from. <laughs> oh, I, I get listen. this from, it's from Terry Javon. She, y'all are talking, I'm like kind of tearing up because I'm, I'm always talking about Ernestine right on their podcast. I'm like, Ernestine, Ernestine. <laughs> but really, literally. Um, that's just an extension of Terry, just so yeah, you know. <laughs> I've known her for 10 years, right? We met 10 years ago. But over the last year, have we just become really tight knit? And when I look where I was a year ago, to where I am now. It was one thing that she said to me that was like, it was the honesty you're talking about. Like, I'm going to tell you what I see. It may hurt you. It may yeah. sting you, mm-hmm. but it's going to help you. Yeah. And literally she said one thing, I get chill bumps thinking about it. One thing she said to me that literally took the blinders off. And I was like, it was like somebody <laughs> was like, you know, like, what, what girl, you know, uh-huh. and I was like, oh my gosh. And it's still been a journey like every day. She's imparting in me and I'm telling her and we're talking about grace and all these different things mm-hmm. we talk about. But to have people in your life and you see your life change yeah, mm-hmm. because you know those people mm-hmm. are in your life, yeah, like that's powerful. Yeah. And I think back and, and I don't want to make this uh, a moment, but we talked mm-hmm. about dedicating this particular episode to our friend Jackie O who just mm-hmm. passed away. Yeah. And it's such a reflection of of the love yes. that and that their friend group had. Mm-hmm. Jackie was that reflection. Yes. And that's when I was going back to saying, to meet a friend of Ernestine's, you already know what they're about. Mm. You already know the love that's coming with that, the knowledge, the care, mm-hmm. you know, you know, not being mediocre, but mm. being royal, right. like yes. all these different right. things. And you, you know, you're meeting queens and kings yes. when you're meeting somebody attached. So for oh, her to say, you. yes, for her to say that's coming from you. Listen, yes. I already know I'm sitting <laughs> in the presence of royalty here. I know I'm I, where I am. We're in the queen's court right now. <laughs> but that. but seriously, it's just it's it is an amazing thing to have people in your life who literally change your yeah, life. Yeah. And even meeting Sarah, just we met a few months ago and Sarah was giving me books to read and things mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, and, and just seeing her mentality, she has this um get it done. <laughs> Sometimes it drives me nuts. Sorry. So like, no, but it's a good thing though because it's like it it challenges me. So I was gonna say sometimes Sarah has this, um, she has this very optimistic um, mindset, which is awesome, right? But then it's like uh, this morning we had our guest. She canceled, so I'm thinking, oh, we get a little break, you know. Sarah's like, nope, we get our solo episode in. I'm like, oh my gosh, but it's it's a it's a great challenge because it makes me think, okay, what else can I do with the time? How can I be more productive? So I'm just appreciative for Mm -hmm. for this circle of friends that God is just surrounding me with, Mm -hmm. and not just friends who are just there to be friends, but friends right. who are there to help me grow to and mm-hmm. to pour into me. And I pray that I pour back into them. So it's awesome to sit in the queen's presence <laughs> to know that this is where this is coming from. Yeah, so absolutely. Yes. Um, yes. Well, well said, Amber. Thank you for that. And I, love it. Um, I, do, I definitely want to add, um, we got, we, we're shooting all day today, so I don't want to cry. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'm just speaking of friendship, I didn't really understand like how 
important friendship was to me and until you start seeing like the real fruits of real friendship like I've always had a friend group high school had a friend group I'm still in a group chat with my high school friend <laughs> I'm that friend that keeps all my friends for like years but to see like you said to see mm-hmm. the friends imparting you you see how it changes you and changes mm-hmm. your life changes your outlook changes your spiritual life or just elevates you right mm-hmm. like Terry you have been that for me countless times like I always talk about you to everybody like everyone mm-hmm. knows I talk about Terry J. Vaughn it's true <laughs> you've been such a um, positive impact on me and so much of what I do is an extension of you Mm -hmm. just as a mom as a businesswoman as an actress as a friend it's so much of what you've imparted into me has you know allowed me to impart that into others Mm -hmm. and uh, we do want to dedicate this particular episode to um, my friend Jackie O aka Jacqueline Smith um, who passed away um, super untimely last week and um she just was a special person. Yeah. It, it's, you know, people say that all the time about people like, but Jackie was truly a special being. She, I've known her for nine years and in the nine years, I've never seen her have a bad day or at least show it. Mm-hmm. She was just a light. She was yeah. committed to being the light in the room. She was committed awesome. to joy, no matter what her circumstance was. She was committed to being a phenomenal mother and business woman. And she included her kids into everything and, um, into her businesses, into her life and the photo shoots and the themes. And she was colorful and mm-hmm. sparkly and vibrant. And, um, you know, we're all really sad about her passing. And we just want to send love to her family, her kids, yeah. to yeah. her, 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 our friend group, to DC, um, to just sending love, just sending love, sending love. Um, so we do want to dedicate, um, you know, this, this portion of the show mm-hmm. to, to Miss Jackie O. Yes. She'll never be replaced. Never, never be replaced. Yeah. She was a true unicorn. Yeah. A true, true unicorn. Yes. And, um, just appreciate you, Terry, for also operating from some of that same light. Like, you're just mm-hmm. such a light. You give the best hugs. You're going to yes. be the light in the room. You're going to be genuine. Yes. You're going to be transparent. You're going to be direct. But you're going to be um, always led by love. And it was something I didn't even know that I was missing. Like, uh, I've been such a tough love person. Like, all my acting coaches prior were very tough love. Mm-hmm. My track coaches were very tough love. My professors who loved me were always very tough love, which is why I operate the same way. But Terry was one of the first people that nurtured me. I was mm. like, this is weird. Why, <laughs> why are you being what is so this? warm and fuzzy? <laughs> like I'm used to someone be like, no, get it done. Right. And Terry would be like, no, get it done. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like the deliver, the difference of delivery. I'm like, Ooh. oh, that sounds different. <laughs> sounds familiar. <laughs> I think in the business that we're in, it is kind of a, turn off yeah at first a lot of people my first class let me tell you guys i landed in atlanta on a tuesday the very next day wednesday i was in terry j von's acting class Mm -hmm. i was so nervous i'm like i'm going to take a real acting class with a real actor and this is like the next level and um the the acting program that i came from in the west coast is very hardcore it was great but it's very hardcore Mm -hmm. so terry um she said i like that but do it again and think about that. Probably she sounds very. Oh my god, that was literally your voice. Do it again. I like that. Sure, I did not sound like that. Absolutely, I'm verbatim. That's how she heard it. Do though. it That's again. Came to her. And I was like, I'm on stage. Like, why is she being so nice? I just never knew this level of nurturing and warmth and niceness. I just wasn't used to receiving it. Mm-hmm. So I was almost like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, right. But I just thank you for leading with that level of nurturing and, and love and warmth with everybody, not just me, but that's just how you are in yeah. general. So mm-hmm. thank you for that example. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Still working, oh. I'm still working on using it. 
still working on using it, but well, thank you have, for the example. We've been working on grace and delivery. <laughs> grace but so much. It's so funny, but literally people have told me that they just thought I was fake. And yeah, it almost that's like my life. turned off from me. Can I tell you? And I was you? like, hey, I, I only want to be who I am. Yeah. That is it. I don't want to change. Yeah. And sometimes I do get brutal. There's yes. times when, I, when I've, I've been brutal it. in class and right. I've in other situations. But that's just not who I am. Yes. Unless it's necessary. Yeah. <laughs> I have never related to anything more than that statement that yes. you just made. And I feel, and it's literally like, I feel like people are so used to yes. the directness, the harshness, the rudeness, the what, yes. whatever it may be. They're so used to it that when they do get something genuinely gentle or genuinely kind or genuinely yeah. optimistic, oh, this has to be fake. fake. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what is fake. Me pretending to be something I'm not. Yes. Trying to be that direct, trying to be that whatever, whatever. Yeah. That's but you are direct. Fake. No, I think I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not direct. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm very like, direct. I'm yeah. just very kind. And people, it's like, oh, you're so. I'm not even. I always say I'm not that nice, but I'm very kind. <laughs> but when I moved to this, like America, I was very nice and very kind. Mm-hmm. Ultra green, like super duper. Yeah. Now I've learned through more experiences, and I'm still learning that you can't be that nice to everyone mm-hmm. but to be kind is to be different yeah. i can be helpful i can be encouraging yeah. i can be uplifting i can be motivating yeah. but you're not going to walk over me yeah you right. know what i mean right. i'm not going to no. sit here and yes. pretend i'm not yeah. a pretender yeah. if there's something i need to say i'm going to say it mm-hmm. you know like we're going to have the conversation mm-hmm. but yeah. i've never related to anything more in my life than that statement so thank you for saying that <laughs> yes, i totally... see me inside of you yes, so much I'm so there with you, sister <laughs> So, um, Terry, you've been in your directing bag real heavy the last couple of years, yeah. like more than a couple of years. You, your first directing was 2015. 20, was that 2015? We did Digital, Digital Lives, Lives Matter. Matter. Was that 15 or, or 16? <laughs> we didn't went in the opposite direction. 15 or 16. Wonderful. Okay. Well, it came out in 16, but I think we shot in 15. Didn't we? I don't know. It's well, 15 or 16. 15 or 16. Like You've been directing very heavy. Um, getting more and more directing jobs. Yeah. How are you liking directing compared to acting or do, are they just different? I love it. I love it. I love it the same. Oh. Yeah. Um, they both feed different sides of me. Um, I would say like the acting is more the gentle, creative side. And then the directing is the boss yes. side, which yeah. I boss love visionary. Too. You know yeah. I like to be a boss. Yeah, yeah. Terry's definitely the boss. Bossy. Yeah. Very controlling. <laughs> You know, I'm working on that so in look, personal life. Controlling look, part. When I'm around Terry and, and Cass, both of them, like, you know, y'all know I'm bossy. I'm the, I'm the boss. And But when I'm around Terry, like, was she the boss? And I was like, who's going to be the boss? Who's going to be the boss? Oh, Terry's going to be the boss. I love that. Have you I ever struggled it. being a black female director, like, in the industry? What? How has oh, that yeah. kind of played out? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think, yeah. Oh. Yeah, all of it. I mean, you know, just being in this business is tough anyway. Yeah. You gotta yes. have thick skin. It's not an easy journey for anyone. Yes. Um, and then uh, adding the directing space because people like to say I transitioned into, I haven't transitioned, yeah, I just added both, it yeah. too. I do both. Um, it's been the the same kind of challenges. It, and then just getting people to take me serious as a director because I was an actor, um, and they saw me that way. Yeah. We talked about boxes. Um, it's been it's been a beautiful, challenging journey, yeah. and I'm still loving it. 
and um, more doors are opening, more opportunities are happening. That's why you just got to keep doing the work. You yeah. got to stay the course. Yes. Um, and my directing resume is definitely growing. It is. And I mean, it's more giving Disney. It's giving coming. network. Yes. It's giving yeah. everything. I love yeah. that. It's been amazing. There I was love a, There was a conversation Thank that we you. had. I don't have a whole lot of time, but I do want to ask this in the spirit of it's non-negotiable. There was a conversation that we had years ago, and I don't remember how you worded it, but basically it was to the sentiment of like, you feel like there were more opportunities you could have had in your career if you were willing to do certain things you just weren't willing to do, right? Um, that spirit of like, I am not going to waver from my morals. I am not going to waver from my spiritual compass. Like, how have you navigated? How has that changed everything for you? How has that changed the trajectory of your career? It makes me enjoy life mm -hmm. because our life is our life. My career is just a part of my life. Yes. So if I'm making decisions just for my career and I have to live life. Mm. And so I think that, and, and that even goes back to, there's been a couple of moments along my journey that came back to um, me deciding that I wanted to get married and have kids. Um, I have a lot of friends that kept putting it on the back burner because we're so focused on our mm. careers that they didn't have time or didn't want the sacrifice of being a parent or getting married. And then once they reached a certain age and they look back, and you know the business changes and you're not always hot and it just mm -hmm. it just changes and it's like okay now I'm left with a career that's kind of slowed down yeah. quite a bit yeah. and I'm in a big house by myself. by myself yeah and now they want kids and so now they're struggling and doing you know all the things to try to have a kid now yeah. because those years have passed so that was one thing because that same teacher that told me um that i gave you guys an example about earlier she also said to the best thing you can do for your career is to live your life do not mm -hmm. put your life on hold That's for so this good. career oh, yeah, yeah. because you living your life makes you a better artist yes. Yes. because then you have kids and you can add that and you get mm -hmm. our marriages and yep. you can add all those different experiences. Even my experience of going through a divorce, like all of that is me living my life mm -hmm. yes. out and um, it feeds my artistry. That's so good. And then when I decided I wanted to move to Atlanta. Everybody was like, oh, you're going to ruin your career. Mm. You're going to ruin your career if you move to Atlanta. Because it wasn't popping like that like when I moved now, here. Right. Yeah, I moved here 14 <laughs> years ago, something mm. like that. And, um, you know, I moved because I met my husband and he was based here. Mm. And so the whole decision was a personal decision for my life. Yeah. It wasn't a decision for a career. Mm. And again, that teacher's voice just kept going, live your life, live your life. And so I did. And I moved to Atlanta and yes, it's a diff it, I think it took a different trajectory. My producing um, got more um, um, traction and even the directing, like working with actors and all this stuff just would have been different if I'd stayed in LA. Yeah. If I'd stayed in LA, I probably, I may be on, a, on another TV series yeah. or something like that because I would have been in the mix with that more. Yeah. But I'm happy with my decisions yeah. that I made. And I'm I so I happy because <laughs> I love my life. Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love that I moved here for this man. Mm -hmm. I love that we have two more kids. So I got a house full of three kids, mm -hmm. a husband and great friends. And mm -hmm. I love my life. Yes. Love so you got to 
you got to live. Yeah. You got to live. Yeah. Did you always feel that way? Or did is that something you had to learn along the way? I've always been like that. Mm. I've never been a person that felt like I was stuck yeah. in one place. That's why moving to Atlanta wasn't a big deal to me. I can move somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And still, even now, I don't know if I'm always going to stay here. Right. I might move to Alaska one year. I don't know. <laughs> right. I'm just being fluid. Yes. I'm being yes. fluid yes. with yes. life. Yes. yes. And, you so know, funny. where the currents are calling me, that's where I'm going to flow to. Yeah. Oh, this has been a good episode, Terry. Jeez. We just, oh, you're so <laughs> it's over already. So much. I know. Oh, really all the crew is like giving you the wrap up. No, the no, before we get out of here, we're not done yet. We're before we get out of here, we're okay. going to get into some hard non-negotiables. So oh, this God. is like a oh, rapid gosh. fire that's fun. Um, we're going to throw some stuff out there. And you just And whatever comes to mind first, you go. We're going to do one each and we're going to move on and get into our word of the day. But I'm okay. just going to go ahead and throw something out there. Who eats first, your kid or your husband? Oh, my kids. Thank okay. you. <laughs> okay, all right. Go ahead, Amber. Um, okay, you have to choose between um, washing your sheets or your towels for two weeks. You can only wash one or the other. Ooh. Oh, that's hard, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> it's called hard, two not negotiable. <laughs> you can only wash your sheets. That's a good one. Or your that towel. is good because. I know what I would see do. now. The Libra and me are like, well, if you do your towels, <laughs> but if she right, it's, it's not on what's been going on in those towels. sheets, oh. you know, it just it's, oh. it depends on what week we're talking about, Amber. <laughs> you know, what exactly. kind of week I'm having? Mm. Uh, so that's my answer. It depends on it depends on it the depends week. On okay, the week. <laughs> okay. Um, shoes on or off in the house? Oh. Off. For sure. Oh. Amber, Sarah, Sarah. Oh. Sarah. Don't say Amber. That was Sarah, y'all. That was a good one. No, Sarah is no. so bad at these Let parts. me tell you, so Americans bad. wear shoes in the house. Okay, but well, these are supposed to be spicy and funny. That's and right. Like, spicy you take your shoes, shoes or your head. Sheets or towels is more what? spicy it's than like, shoes on or off. Black water. Sheets or towels. towels. Like, yes, that's disgusting. <laughs> Shoes on in the house is disgusting oh, to me. You check Jesus. all that dirt in yeah, the house? Yeah, we don't do shoes in the house at my house. Either. I just take the shoes off at the door. See, I don't off. force people to take the shoes <gasps> off. Oh, I do. I, I know do you too. do. Yeah, I do I too. I'd sure. be like, oh, right at the door. There's a, there's that, a sign. You don't, don't, yeah. don't sip on my rug. That started for me when I had a baby because my baby yeah. was crawling and yes. picking up stuff. So yes. like, that's how I got into I that did habit, do that when I had a small one. I did. Yeah. And then we went back to, okay, yeah. so now I'm going to think about it later. All right, guys, <laughs> that was our hard non-negotiable with Miss Terry Javon. This has been a phenomenal episode. Yes. We did love, yeah. friendship. Um, again, we are saying fly high to Miss Jackie O. Yes. Um, yes. A sister, a friend, a mother, um, a, a complete anomaly. And we love you, Jackie. We love um, you, And Jackie. we're going to get into the word of the day, as we know. Um, the power of uh, life and death lives in the power of the tongue, yes. what we speak, what we give authority to, what we author, what we write, what we speak, what we think. And I'm going to take the word of the day in the spirit of this conversation. My word is fluidity. Yes. We have to have, it's not, we have to have non-negotiables. We have to be unwavering sometimes, but to really truly experience life, mm -hmm. you have to have fluidity, which means to, um, be able to flow easily yes. to go with the flow yes. and sometimes to experience life to the fullest you have to go with the flow you, you yes. don't know how god is using people places and things to throw a curveball and maybe take you off the mark that you think that you that you wanted to go on but god may have a whole different plan for for you which is why you have to be fluid so yes. that is my yeah. word of the day <laughs> this has been another phenomenal thank episode you. Thank of you, lady. it's, it's non-negotiable non it's non-negotiable <laughs> <laughs>